before I take you back to this episode, I want to let you know that you can book me for training and workshops around negotiation and conflict resolution. And that could be in a half a day, a full day. It can be online or face to face. So just email admin at lifemediation.com.au and let us know that you're interested. And then we work out what it is that you need and how we can move forward. Episode six of Conversations to Cut the Conflict is going to be about why listening is more important than speaking. I'm going to talk to you about why I think that listening is one of the most powerful communication and conflict resolution tools there is. And if you look at the state of the world at the moment, I just think we need a lot more listening in our world right now. What I'm going to discuss is what gets in the way of listening and what can you do to improve your listening skills. So let's get started. I am Lizana Eriks. I'm a conflict resolution specialist and I've been a mediator and facilitator for over 12 years. I've been a finalist for the Australian Mediator of the Year Award for the last two years and I train, coach and mentor people to become highly effective in conflict resolution and negotiation so they can create the relationships they want in their homes and their boardrooms. Over the years, I've become deeply passionate about conflict resolution and negotiation because I see how much suffering it is causing people and it just does not have to be this way. When people truly get how conflict impacts their life and put the work in to get effective at conflict resolution, they get to experience deep connections with other people, freedom, self-expression and love. Have a look at the highlights on my Instagram page, Lisanna Eriks underscore life mediation, to find out more about what I do and why I do it. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the conversations, insight and tools you need for you to switch on your inner conflict resolution and negotiation muscles and get you to a completely different level where you can resolve conflict powerfully and create the relationships you want in your life. Think about it. What would life be like if you would not be afraid of dealing with conflict and you would deal with it easily and quickly? It would change the game dramatically, wouldn't it? So let's get into talking about how to do this. Welcome to Conversations to Cut the Conflict. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Conversations to Cut the Conflict. It's been so exciting to have other people on the podcast as well and I'll have more interviews lined up for you. But today it's just going to be me and you having a great conversation. So what I want to talk to you about is why listening is more important than speaking. And, you know, for a lot of people that sounds really counterintuitive. So let's just start talking about that and let me explain to you why listening is so important. I honestly think that listening is one of the most powerful communication tools and conflict resolution tools and negotiation tools that really exist, right? But most people think that if I speak, that's how I'm going to convince people. I need to get my point across. I need to make someone listen because otherwise, how they ever know how I feel about things, right? But I'm telling you, if you want to resolve um, conflict, if you want to have better relationships with people, listen to people and just listen. So why am I saying that, right? Because many problems in workplaces, families, and really the world, I mean, at the moment, look at the state of the world. They arise from not listening to people or hearing someone, but getting the information in a distorted way. So not in the way they said. 
And I see this over and over again in my mediation sessions with clients. And obviously it shows up in my life as well, right? So you know, do you know those conversations that you tend to have with a family member or your partner or with someone else that you work with, for example, and you have them say the same thing to you over and over and over and over again. And you're like, oh my God, can you stop saying this? That is a really good indicator that that person thinks that you haven't hurt them. When I train new mediators, I always say to them, if a client is repeating themselves in the mediation session, you need to stop. And you need to make sure that that client knows that you heard what they said. And nine out of 10 times, then that person is able to move on and be in the conversation again, because all they wanted is for you to hear them. So if you have someone in your life that repeats himself over and over again, and you feel like you've been in that conversation a hundred times, try to just say, okay, I've heard what you said and really listen to what they have to say because the other thing is you probably have never listened to it and you actually think that you know what they said and responded to that, but that was actually not what they were saying. So let's just look at how listening works and what gets in the way. So, you know, what I just said makes a little bit more sense. So there was really, I just read a Harvard Business Review article and it was really interesting. So what they did is that they got people tested And they told these people to really, really listen to the other person. So they're actually paying attention and really putting in effort, right? Um, And then they tested the people afterwards to find out how much they remembered from that conversation. And I've done some of those exercises in my life as well. Um, And it's interesting because uh, those people in that um, interview could only remember 50% of what that person was saying later. And that was right after they listened to that person. And then what they did is they tested them two months later. So when time passes, it actually gets worse. So um, we're sometimes not very well with designed, are we as human beings? Um, But after two months, um, they only remembered 25%. So you can see how this is problematic. We have arguments with people. We talk to people about what happened. But really, that conversation that we had two months later, we only probably remember about 25% of it. So that's a really good thing to be mindful of when you have those conversations to really go, hmm, I'm not sure if I remember everything because that's a really powerful place to stand. The other thing that an article talked about, which I thought was really interesting, is that there's a gap in training. And, you know, I'm not an expert on the education system, but what they said is in school, um, the focus is often on reading um, and they, uh, you know, people use that as, as young children and also as adults as our primary medium in which we learn. And the question they ask is, have we forgotten how to listen? Because I guess the, the skills that you need to read or the skills that you need to listen are very, very different skills. And it has nothing to do with intelligence. Um, it's really around having the skills to be able to listen. And um, they're saying, well, most of the way that we learn and that we learn um, from a young age is reading and not listening. But there is some good news, right? So listening skills can be learned. And that's one of the things um, that I really want to get across to you today is if you feel you're not very good at it, you can learn how to listen. Okay, so what they did, uh, what they talked about in this research article is they said um, that students they gave their students a course in listening and um, they improved between 25 and 40% in their listening skills. So, you know, quite remarkable results. So um, it's very easy to learn listening skills. So that's awesome. 
But then they also did the same course with professionals and then the results were even better. So most of the people in that course improved their listening skills by 50%. So if you feel you don't really have good listening skills, you can learn them. So that's really great. So what I want to talk to you about now is what gets in the way of listening. So you can get really present to that and really understand what gets in the way. So you get more mindful of it and you can do something about it. So one of the things is, and I also got that from that article, is that, um, you know, thinking gets in the way of listening. And I have a couple of different angles on that. So we think faster than we can talk. So when we have to listen to someone, what happens is, is that we have to ask our brains to receive words at an extremely slow pace. So we go, all right, brain, we're going to have this really, really, really slow information come in. So be patient. That's pretty much what you're asking your brain because the um, words come in at a much slower pace than your brain's capabilities, if that makes sense. And then the other thing what happens is that we have this, you know, the thinking, the voice in our head that talks So, you know, often when I give people training, I say, okay, so take a moment to listen to that voice because a lot of people tell me they don't have a voice in their head because often we relate to a voice in our head that that we're crazy or something like that. No one is crazy when they have a voice in their head. We all have a voice in our head. And if you think you don't have a voice in your head, just take a couple of seconds and don't say anything. And then probably what this voice is saying is something like, What voice in your head? What does she mean? Well, that's the voice, right? (laughs) So we all have a voice in our head and it chatters. And when that voice is chattering, we can't hear what someone else is saying. And most of the time when we're in a conversation with another human being, the reason it's chattering is because we are thinking about how are we going to respond to what that person is saying. So basically we are formulating our response while the other person is talking to us, which means that we're actually not hearing what the other person is actually saying. And also, we are not present. We live in a very, very busy society. We have 100,000 things going on. And, you know, I think that multitasking has been debunked a little while ago because I think, um, uh, you know, years ago, everyone's like, you should learn to multitask. And I think now it's more like, okay, no one can do three things at the same time because you actually have to focus on what you're doing. And, you know, when we're trying to do multiple things, we're actually listening half. So um, you really have to get present when you want to listen to someone, when it's really important. And also let your environment know sometimes that you can't listen. I have this all the time with my kids. They want to talk to me about something. And sometimes I just say, listen, I actually can't listen to you right now because I have to call a client back or in the middle of an email or I'm cooking dinner and I have to focus on something else. But... I will come and talk to you soon and then I can really listen to what you have to say. And obviously it depends on what kind of conversation you're having with someone. You don't have to do that with every little practical chat. But when it really matters and you really need to listen to someone, it is important that you're present and you're not thinking about what you have to do in the next five minutes or your brain is thinking about something else, right? Because all these things, so, you know, thinking about responding, um, your brain, you know, having to slow down um, and, and being busy while you're listening to someone, that all leads to miscommunication. Because there's this other thing that our brain does is that our brain fills in the gaps. So I don't know if you've ever done any one of those um, exercises, you see them online everywhere. And basically, it gives you a text and it 
you know, it blanks out lots of words. And when you read it, it's like those blanks are not there and you just fill in the gaps. So our brain, when we listen to something really half, our brain fills in the gaps of what we think the other person probably has said. So you can imagine what happens, right? We listen half or not even half, 25% or whatever, like we're not listening and then we start responding. And you must have experienced that in your life. I certainly have. Someone is responding to something that you actually didn't say. How frustrating is that? Normally, it only makes people more upset, right? Because they're like, you just didn't listen to me. It's like speaking to a brick wall. That's the experience that people have. I'm talking to someone, but they are saying something completely different. And then the person who thought they were listening was like, well, why are you getting upset with me? And off you go. So you can see how not listening creates a huge amount of problems. So when you listen to someone properly and you actually hear what they have to say, you can respond to what they actually said and then you can actually have a really good conversation. And besides that, you know, when as a human being you really are hurt by someone, it makes such a difference. And I don't really know how to put it in words, but it's really, I see it all the time when people feel gotten. First of all, some of the issues that they bring up just disappear because finally someone got what they had to say and you're like oh okay so I don't have to keep battling for people to hear me you know when I just talked about when people repeat themselves over and over again that's part of well people are not listening to me so I have to keep saying it so some of that really disappears and I find that when you really listen and give people that space to tell you what they need to tell you and they know you really got it then they soften and they're like okay great You know, you got what I had to say. You didn't try to defend it or fix it or do anything. You just heard it. And then people are much more willing to work with you. And when you have to um, have a dialogue with someone or resolve issues, you can actually um, do that then. And then the other person is much more willing to also listen to what you have to say. So you listen to them. You go, okay, I really got what you said. It doesn't mean you have to agree to something. It doesn't mean you have to be able to fix the problem. Because often when I work with managers or, you know, big executives, they obviously want to fix everything for everyone because they feel that's part of their job. And then they sometimes don't listen because halfway through they're starting to fix things and do things or they're trying to fix something that someone didn't say because, well, they listened half And, you know, people don't feel respected and don't feel hurt and they feel they're dealing with the wrong issues. And you see how all these problems start to, you know, occur. So it's just a matter of really listening and to responding what people have said. I just want to give you a quick message before we get back to this episode. You can get full access to free training in which I will give you three simple communication techniques that can change everything in your relationship. All you have to do is visit don'truinyourrelationship.com. People pay money to get trained by me and you can get access to this training for free. So do yourself a favor and make sure you watch this free training now at don'truinyourrelationship.com. So what to do to improve your listening skills? That's obviously, you know, what is really important about this conversation today. What can you do to improve your listening skills? The first thing I think to really make sure of is that you are being present. And by that, I mean, don't do other things. 
tell someone you can't listen in a moment, like I said before, with your kids or your husband or, you know, at work, if you're really busy and, and one of your employees or you are going to your manager, and you want to talk, but they just don't have the headspace to, to deal with it at the moment. Don't do it in that moment, but make an appointment when you can and then really might make the time to sit down and have that conversation properly. Okay, so be present. And then the second thing is don't worry about responding. When you really listen to someone, it doesn't really matter what you're going to have to say at the end of it because you're just going to listen to listen. Okay, see how that's different? You're not going to listen to respond. You're going to listen to listen, yeah? So, and at the end, you will know what to say or you won't know what to say. And that is also okay. I've had many conversations that people told me their story and I just went, wow, I really don't know what to say that and I'm so sorry you had to experience that or something like that. I think sometimes we're also afraid of not knowing what to say or what to do, um, particularly when we're in roles, um, you know, management roles or things like that and we feel we should know everything. But I think there's a real power in saying to people, I, I really got that and I'm so sorry that you had to experience that or that you feel that way or whatever the, the conversation might be. But then you can say, listen, I, I don't know what to do about that right now, but I'm going to think about it. I don't even know if I can help, but I'm going to think about it and I'll get back to you. And people really appreciate that because they know that you're going to put in effort, you're going to think about it, and you know, you're a human being and you don't know always how to do things. And I think this is particularly important in the current times we live in. We have seen so many unprecedented um scenarios roll out and no one really knows what to do so you know I think people are getting better at it and more accepting of it as well that people don't always know what to do so listen to listen and don't listen to respond if you have a response at the end of what someone said then okay and also while you're listening you're gonna have to deal with your own emotions my sister-in-law told me a story the other day where she was with someone and um, she had to, you know, she really committed to listening to him. And throughout the conversation, she had a lot of feelings about the things that were said because um, she was not agreeing necessarily with things or, you know, sometimes it was a bit inflammatory or whatever, but she just sat with it and committed to listening and really went up and down with her own emotion and didn't interrupt, didn't try to defend, didn't disagree or anything like that, but just listened. And that made a really big difference and that why is why that conversation uh, went really well and, and the issues got resolved. So also watch your own emotions when someone's speaking to you because they might be telling you something around that something that they thought you didn't do well or something that they were upset about that you did or whatever it might be. And you can respond to that later, but really just listen to it and at the end say, I got that. And then you, you can have a conversation obviously to say, well, that's not how I see it and that's not how I, but I got that that's your experience. And the other thing that you can do for people uh, so they know that you heard what they said is to reflect back and summarize what they said. I guess as a mediator, I'm so trained in doing that, that I can summarize often something in one sentence, what people have a whole story and I said, this is the essence of it. And people go, yes, oh my God, it's the first time someone got it, right? And it doesn't mean you have to have a professional approach to it. Um, you can just, you know, 
reflect back to this person and say, this is what I got from what you told me. And when you reflect back to someone, I really encourage you to also reflect back their feelings and their emotions. So you can say, I could sense that that was been really frustrating for you. It's been really upsetting and you felt that no one listened to whatever it might be. So really um, reflect back to someone. So what I'd like you to go and do after this episode, well, you know, write down the three steps, be present, don't worry about a response, listen to listen, reflect back and also deal with your own emotions throughout listening and not, you know, respond to those emotions while you're listening to someone and actually go and try that out. I promise it will really make a difference when it's, it's almost a bit like magic, like when someone feels listened to they they open up they the energy change it 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 changes everything so go out and with that person that you have something with that doesn't sit quite right it could be at work with your partner it might be with your teenager or you know maybe even your toddler i don't know but um you know go and have that conversation and see if it makes a difference and and also start noticing in your life where you think miscommunications can be. I think a lot of people battle, for example, with their kids, and it can be just with a toddler because they're not listening to what they have said. Um, It's one of the things that always um, stuck with me so much is that, um, uh, and it was a great example of listening and and agreement making. And agreement making is something I'm really big on, as you know, because we talked about it in the other episode, is um, I was in a personal development program and uh, we talked about things like this and um, a guy got up and he's like, oh, I just want to share something that happened. And he was talking about his toddler and he said, um, you know, I had battles with my child every single night and I couldn't get her to bed. It was just so awful and she had massive tantrums and the parents could not figure out what was happening for her. So after being in that course, he realized that he made an agreement with his daughter to do a particular game. And, and the details, this was like, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, he shared this. So the details escaped me a little bit, but I think the game was something around. He had to swing her three times over the side of the bed and then she would fall in the bed and then she would go to sleep. So that they had that kind of agreement. And let's just, let's just run with that. And Every night he would be in a hurry or something happened and he wouldn't do the three swings. So it would be one swing or two swing or whatever. And then the daughter got upset because that was not what they said they would do. But because dad was busy, um, he was having his mind somewhere else, she would tell him and he wouldn't hear it. So, you know, he would string something else together. He was, you know, just got upset with her and he had troubles with her every night. So what he was sharing in that course, and it was so powerful because again, it seems to be like this one little tiny thing. But what he shared was, is that after going to the course, because the course was three or four days, so he went home and one of the homework things we had to do is obviously, you know, go to our own life and and implement what we were learning. And his daughter commented again that night about the game and he stopped this time and he, you know, made sure he was not busy and he listened. And what he got from her is that, Every single night, um, he didn't do the agreements that they made and he didn't listen to her about her communicating that to him and that why is why she chucked a tantrum. So he apologized to his toddler and I said, I'm so sorry for not listening to you about that. And then he actually did as they said they were going to do um, the exercise, the three swings, and she went to sleep. And he said he, and I spoke to him later and he said he never had an issue with her going to bed ever since. So... You can use this with your kids, 
You can use this at work. You can use this, um, you know, with your partner or anywhere you go. And and you also need to recognize that it does take a lot of effort to listen. Like I shared before, you, your brain needs to slow down. Um, so you do need to make sure that you have the energy and the headspace for it. And you also can't do it in every conversation. Really listening, you know, is is something that's really intense. So make sure you do this for the, imp- in, uh, the conversations that really matter. Um, but also don't be too hard on yourself that you have to do it all day, every day. As a mediator, I've trained myself immensely in listening. And after a day of mediating, so sometimes I have to do it for six or seven hours, I'm, I am listened out, if that makes sense. I'm very exhausted. So I have to be very mindful when I go home because sometimes I just do not have the capacity that day anymore to do intense listening like that. Or I have to go and do something for myself for a bit to get in a different headspace because my family deserves for me to listen, but I also know how intense it is. And when I train people in mediation, that's often what people say when they do role plays and they go, oh my God, this is so tiring. So, you know, don't beat yourself up about it. And it is tiring. It is something that really costs a lot of energy, but make sure you're in the right headspace and and do it for the conversation that really matters. So make a moment for, you know, make a time and place to do it. You know, be present. Don't worry about a response. Manage your own emotion and reflect back to the other person what um, what they said. And I'm really love to hear from you and um, what difference it's making in your conversation. If you think there's someone that could really benefit from listening to this, please share my podcast with them. I also share a lot of value um, on my Instagram page, Lisanna Eriks underscore Life Mediation on my Facebook page. There's also a free training for you, um, as you already heard in this podcast on don'truinyourrelationship.com. There's so much out there. Um, but let me know if this made a difference to you and also what you're achieving because that is that really makes a difference to me when I hear um, what people are achieving with doing these exercises and making a difference and it really makes my day. Good luck and I know um, it will make a difference and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode and revealing um, all the amazing people that we're going to, that I'm going to interview in the next episode. See ya.